Yes, indeed it is. You better. You bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. It's awesome to be back here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets and we bring you the sports. Coming to you live today from all the usual spots as we ramp up towards football season. Odyssey.com and the app. BetQLNetwork.com and the app. Radio stations nationwide as part of the BetQL Network. We're on YouTube at YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and on Twitch, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I here bringing you the wagertainment up until 7 o'clock Eastern. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. We want you to download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. Also want you to download the BetQL app and visit BetQL.com for all the tools you need to take down the sportsbooks. On this T3, three words, and they all start with the letter T, terrific football Tuesday, August 22nd in the year of our Lord 2023. Our show is on X. And on Twitter at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos and Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, always on X, always at Lucky Lockerson. And on this terrific football Tuesday, we bring you one wonderful guest, and that is our good friend, the whale capper Drew Dinsick from NBC Sports Edge. We Ken and I were both off yesterday on a magnificent football Monday. So whale gonna join us today on a terrific football Tuesday, among other topics for Drew Dinsick. Uh, week one in the National Football League. You might have heard it's coming up soon and it's pretty awesome and it's pretty important. So we can't wait to welcome Whale back to the show to lead off our number two. Plus, speaking of NFL week one, uh less than Less than three weeks away, which is, which is pretty amazing. Oh, and we've baby. got lo- – oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like the Kool-Aid yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they go with Randy man. Savage in person. Macho Man and the Kool-Aid Man together. <laughs> you got to love it. And we've got line movement on a, on a couple of these games coming up in week one. We're going to break it all down. We're going to tell you what it means. And if there are any valuable bets to be placed as a result of the line moves, including – the Niners and the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Can't wait for that on Sunday, September 10th. Um, NFL Week 1, a little less than three weeks away. But NFL Preseason Week 2, now in the books. And your boy Nick Costos has got some fantasy takeaways to get you set for all your drafts, including thoughts on the New York football Giants offense, Darren Waller, Jalen Hyatt, and Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. That and more coming up on the way. We'll also talk about some injuries that we saw in week two of the preseason, including Jackson Smith and Jigba for the Seattle Seahawks and what it means for both Seattle in real life and, of course, for your fantasy drafts. We'll continue getting you set to bet the college football season. Eight buckets times Lochmas. Lightning round edition. We will finish off the ACC today. We'll see how far we get. Maybe we'll start another conference today. Uh, schedule analysis, win totals for schools in the ACC coming up today in our number three. And in the power hour, final hour of the show. Not only are we going to give you all our bets for tonight, where I'm going to tell you I'm taking the Washington Nationals to beat my New York Yankees, and the Yankees are going to lose uh, what what is to be like a million straight <laughs> losses for the New York Yankees. I don't care. They, uh, they called up each, one of their – With each day, it's worse. With each day, it gets somehow even worse. It's like unbelievable. Well, Boston or better. smokes them, and then Boston gets smoked by Houston, which makes the Yankees look even worse. <laughs> it's, just, it's really my, unbelievable. My, my favorite thing about it was the Yankees finally on Sunday showed some fight against Boston – and they still lost. Sure Man, did. I'm telling you, like, you want to put your kids through college? Fade the 2023 New York Yankees. I'll do that tonight. So we'll give you all our bets for tonight. But we'll also, in the Power Hour, continue getting you set to bet awards in the National Football League this season. Ken and I will touch today on Offensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the Year. Should you be looking for ways to beat Bijan Robinson, an Offensive Rookie? 
What about Will Anderson in defensive rookie? I've got a couple names in each of these markets that we're going to, that we'll bandy about. We'll see if there are any valuable bets to be placed. Offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the year over the course of the rest of this week and next week on the show. And of course, leading up to week one, where uh, Ken and I might be broadcasting from a very, very special location. We'll see. We will hit all the award markets, finalize all our plays as we approach week one of the NFL season. We are locked and loaded. Terrific football Tuesday. Ken, it's been about five days since you and I have been together on the show. My friend, how's it going? Yeah, great. Last last show together was uh, was Thursday. And I, I know for a lot of people listening, like I get it, it's Tuesday. But really for, for Nick and I, it, it, I mean, it feels a lot like Monday because we were off yesterday. And so I think, you know, as part of our opening segment, we need to do a little bit of stuff from the weekend, like things that we bet on, things that we saw, uh, things that went well or didn't go well. Um, anything else, Nick, that you have too. So I know Tyler was on the show yesterday. And I'm sure he took a well-deserved victory lap for Victor Hovland winning uh the uh the bmw championship over the weekend tyler writes in the chat he didn't well tyler would you like to take one right now yeah, really quick that's, that, yeah, as that's, part of the that, and like that's messed how up. did you yeah, not please what did what did you do yesterday be like i was bad at golf like what happened well it was uh me and pj kind of had like a victory lap before the show so we victory lapped it before the show started oh but, that's uh, great for nobody that's good for like yeah, the audience just how like the all that? that's a that's a, that's yeah, a, which, that's which a great that's that a on? great job by yeah. you in the glass man tyler it's an excellent content decision <laughs> to do it off air as opposed to on the air and, like, and, yeah. and alex was back our executive producer alex was laughing in the chat alex great job by you also buddy let's do it off air right. let's yeah. not do it on air tyler's hit like <laughs> nine outrights in a row don't worry let's not mention it let's just yuck it up off the air what the hell are you guys <laughs> the best content is the off the air content. That's always the best content, which is true. And in this case, it should be on there. So Tyler, you, you hit Victor Hovland. I had Victor Hovland, but not for as much as I probably should have. Cause once everyone was on him, I got really cold feet and didn't bet him as aggressively as I was planning. And, uh, and Hovland shoots 61 on Sunday, honestly, like one of the best nine holes of golf. Like I've, I've ever seen anyone shoot ever. Um, like, what, what do they have? Eight threes and a four on his card on the back nine, something like that. Uh, completely ridiculous. Scheffler kind of melts down putting too, and you win again. Uh, what did it feel like on Sunday when you were watching? Uh, how are you feeling right now? Well, let me just, I feel better now than I was when I was watching the, uh, the Hovland, uh, the Hovland back nine. So I was on a plane actually coming back from my bachelor party in Chicago. So I'm like, I have to buy the Wi-Fi just in case Hovland does something special. So I bought the Wi-Fi in the plane and I watched this literally unfold <laughs> while I was on a plane. So it may be the worst Love state it. I've ever been in in my life coming home from a Chicago bachelor party. It, and I said this off the air to you guys. I made sure everybody in this bachelor party bet Richter Hovland and John Rahm. And we're all on the plane. Yep. Like, is this actually happening right now? Like, is he going, is he going scorched earth? And he did. And everyone had him too. So, oh, listen, we always talk about how people, if everybody has a golfer, oh, he never wins. Well, if he finally won this week. It only needed a 61 on Sunday to actually yep. happen. But it happened. And uh, listen, the playoffs treated us really a lot better than the regular season did. And uh, we got one more tournament. It's kind of fake, but thank you, Victor. Uh, thank you, Glover. It's been a good. It's been a good few uh, few weeks for the for the boys out here. It's a pretty amazing, right? I mean, I don't want to say it's unprecedented because well, I feel like you guys have gone on some great golf runs. I had that run where like a bunch of Asians won tournaments all in a row, and I bet all of them. So we've had some good runs on the show over the course of the last yeah. four years. I feel like this is like this is like big time like heat check territory for the crew right now betting golf here. Like, this might this is pretty yeah. and not just winning, but like winning in like dramatic fashion. Where I think we're used to collectively as a group recently betting golf, like getting our guts ripped out, right, our entrails spilling yeah. onto the floor. This has just been like everything's going our way. Everything going the way of the crew here it's a really a great job by all of you guys man it's really impressive like really is it's uh 
it's uh yeah i mean i had somebody who had glover two weeks ago uh or in the first of his two wins and i had some live bets on him but i i didn't get that tournament right but i had glover a lot in that tournament and we we got some really good feedback from people that also bet him and then hovland this past week it's uh and look there we've had our share of bad beats on the show like because if you bet golf you're gonna have that it's you know in a lot of cases the field is 130 140 golfers and and you're trying to pick the guy who's going to come in first and so if you come in second it's just a disaster so we've had some pretty highly publicized ones we had patrick cantley versus bryson a couple of years ago in the fedex cup playoffs which was an absolute disaster in a playoff and like i still remember where i was when i watched it and everything that i was thinking and it was all negative uh the famous barbasol meltdown uh three four years ago with jt poston uh, five shot lead on the oh, tee yeah. at 15 lose in that situation to Seamus Power, uh, who was in this field, I think it finished dead last, but uh, don't feel bad for him. And then, so we've had a, you know, a couple of, couple tournaments that weren't great. The Hovland, like I, I'm not, this. that's the last time I'm allowed to complain about either of those because of what Victor Hovland did and who he, who he was going against. It's worth noting, we mentioned like everybody's on someone in a golf tournament, they tend to never win. No one was on Scheffler no one and he was the best player in the world and he he should have won like he should have won the tournament and his whole thing all year and it's him and rory and it's crazy because one of them is probably going to win the fedex cup neither of them can putt the whole year they, they switch putters they're trying a new putter in this tournament they're switching back like nothing's working they can come in second third fourth whatever but in like the pressure putts on a sunday they're the best two players in the world this year and they can't putt and it's insane. And Scheffler had like five feet, four feet, seven feet. I missed all of them. Outrageous. Uh, I, I really feel like he should have won, which would have cl a classic. Everyone's on somebody and the guy, no one's on the number one golfer in the world and he wins. Instead, everybody gets, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. If you follow anybody that bets on golf, any, and it's like the victory lap here is going to be the same as the victory lap you see on Twitter. And for anybody who bets golf, because literally everybody had Victor Hovland in the tournament. So it's, hey, it's the nice, rare, very rare situation where we all get to celebrate together. I don't know if I'm betting the tournament this week, the tour championship, because there's the adjusted scores and there's not very many golfers. It's like a terrible tournament to bet. But the good news is the season starts like the week after we're just back again for like normal golf again. And we'll just pick, hit the ground running from there if I don't end up betting it this week. I like how you're just, you know, the the, the the two best golfers in the world this year both can't putt. They're changing their putters, have a lot of difficulty. And it's like pro golfers, man. They're just like us. You absolutely got to love yeah. it, except they're obviously just like exorbitantly rich. I can't putt either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, putting's like the best at part all. of my game. I, I'm terrible I, at everything that's else. It's always funny that you said that. It's just like, it's very fickle. I, I know, I mean, I know some people that I play with that are good at it, but like no one would ever say like, yeah, that's that's my thing and you this is like this is your area of expertise so if scotty scheffler and you were somehow one golfer i mean he'd win every tournament this is like when when i when i played in uh our agents uh, charity golf tournament a couple of years ago i was with mike d and i'm uh, adam schoenberg two guys who used to work with us here at odyssey and dan waters uh great sales guy here at odyssey it, what's it called scramble or whatever where like oh everyone plays and like you take like the best shot yeah, from everybody like best it's ball. called yeah that kind of yeah stuff. best ball yep. and like and like and it was my putts got I got did nothing except for the potting and like my putts would get taken. It was pretty good. It wasn't really great at, uh, at anything else. Uh, so yeah, the golf, great job by the crew with the golf bets, like really, really outstanding stuff, like really outstanding. Um, I'm happy, Ken, that the, and I mentioned baseball already, uh, it's bet yep. against the Yankees and you'll be filthy stinking rich. It's great. Uh, and I actually, I, not only did like my favorite team lose to the hated rival, I made money on it and I rooted for the hated rival all weekend and it was glorious and I absolutely loved it. The Yankees can't lose enough to make me happy. Um, also, not that 
not that it's like a great comparison because NFL preseason week one was such an epic bleep show in terms of the bets. Oh, yeah. A lot better this week now. Like, we like the Cardinals against the Chiefs. They lose 38-10. Listen, you can't yeah. win them all. Like, Miami, Pittsburgh, the Raiders, a couple Raiders. others. This was the really was, good this weekend, man. I'm going to use a word. The Raiders, I'm going to use a word here. The Raiders was important. <laughs> that was important. <laughs> like, I, the more, the more... I thought about the game and I did this with the Cardinals too. So this isn't like I ended up up so much and like, ha ha ha. Like, how didn't you have the same thing? Like I, I had a lot of money on Arizona and I lost and I had a lot of money on the Raiders to win that game. And like, the, I talked to other people and they're like, oh yeah, like Aiden O'Connell, a, a mutual friend of ours bet a lot on Aiden O'Connell already to win offensive rookie of the year at a huge price. We talked about him last like, week. Remember we talked yeah. about him last week saying like, like Absolutely. the hype train's kind of crazy for Aiden O'Connell right now. I, I think he was like 125 to one a week ago. And now he's like 50 or something or less. <laughs> and again, not the starting quarterback <laughs> for the team, but the idea is like Jimmy G's a little injury prone. Like he takes one bad step, sprains his ankle. Here's Aiden O'Connell and Devontae Adams. It's like, okay, well, that could be like, okay, at least that could be pretty good. And uh, it was it was really nice to have. It wasn't a no-sweat winner. Like the Rams, I think, tied the game at 10 late in the first half, but then Stetson Bennett threw a pick six right before halftime, 17-10. Uh, Raiders end up steamrolling them in the second half. That was important because I, I liked it as much as I liked the Cardinals, maybe a little more than I liked the Cardinals. So if the Cardinals was going to be a bloodbath, then, uh, then that one had to be really good, and it was, and that was great. Now, and I had some stuff going on in my off the show yesterday. I had some stuff going on in my personal life. Did not handicap, did not bet the game last night, the uh, the Commanders-Ravens game. But I did have it on at night uh, while I was going to sleep and like watched like, the end of the game. Got to tell you, man, I think there's a chance it's the best preseason game that's ever been played. That's like the, the stakes for a week two pre obviously like it means nothing in the grand scheme of things, but it just, it felt big at the end of the game. With Monday the commanders with, with the Monday yeah. with Buck yeah. and Aikman on the call. How about, owner how about of the commanders yeah. <laughs> shaking Joe Buck's hand in hilarious fashion. Yeah. Jake, Jake from leading the commanders yeah. out of this improbable drive. Like he's, a better career moment for Jake Fromm, I think, than probably the third and nine quarterback sneak that Joe Judge called in week week seventeen a couple of years ago against against the Commanders. Sure. Uh, so, so really, really interesting stuff there, and maybe maybe an impactful injury as well. Terry McLaurin turf toe, like, like reports saying that the Commanders are like optimistic about his outlook for week one, but all like the Twitter doctors, and I don't say that like derisively. I mean like like da like Dr. David Chow and other like sports doctors who are on Twitter are all saying like, hey, like he's got turf toe, he's not going to be a hundred percent in week one. They're a six-point home favorite against the Arizona Cardinals. And we'll talk about that game in a little bit. And I don't know if, like, the bottom might be really low for that team. Like, historically yeah. low for the Cardinals. Like maybe the Name commander should be a bigger favorite. Yeah. Your, your guy, Sam Howell, by the way, might be awesome. We'll talk about NFL Week 1 coming up next. It moved all the line movement following Week 2 of the preseason. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.